everyone. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends. Recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Hello. Hi. We're here, joined by Alex and Andrew. Yay! Bam, bam, bam. Cousin David, too. He's here. No. In spirit. In spirit. No, Cousin David. Um, so yeah, as you can probably tell by the title of this episode, we're here to talk some parasite people. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, just quick, quickly before I plagiarize Wikipedia, what did everybody think of the movie? Well, don't we want to also ask for subscribers? Sure. Business <laughs> <laughs> um, first. I like it. If you're just... new to the podcast, we would wholeheartedly even if you're not new wholeheartedly appreciate a five-star rating and a review they're very helpful um for helping other people find the podcast and they make us feel really good Mm -hmm. um you can also follow us on the social medias um okay drama podcast on facebook and instagram and at okay drama pod on twitter and you can email us okay drama podcast at gmail.com this episode is going up in between our final Hotel de Luna podcast and our Hotel de Luna recap episode. Yes. So in between that time, the polls should still be open so you guys can cast your votes in our OK Drama Awards. Um, they're very prestigious. They're very prestigious. So many great winners of the past. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a big deal. We are looking forward to handing out some awards next week. So make sure you cast your vote. Have your voice heard and tune in so you can see who comes home a big winner. The Hall of Champions. Yes. Um, And again, I think Jill and I might do a recap of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to have one really big award show. I mean, there might be a red carpet. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Just some thoughts. Some champagne. Yeah. Anyway, um, also, like, all of our episodes are recap episodes, so they're all spoilers, but this is, like, a mega spoiler for a new movie Mm -hmm. that is fresh out, so just, if you haven't watched Parasite, maybe pause this and then go watch it at your local theater, Mm -hmm. and then come back and hit play. And this is not a companion podcast to be listened to during the movie. Yeah. No, 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 wait. If you sync up at the five second mark of (laughs) the podcast and the 20 second mark of the uh, movie, (laughs) you can see when Toto gets caught. Oh my God. (laughs) By the Wicked Witch. Oh my God, no. But you can do that. You can do that with The Wizard of Oz and Beck. Uh, Beck too? Yeah. And not just Pink Floyd? Yeah. Um, Beck's Odalay, I believe. Mm. And it's really cool. But I forgot what, like where the timestamp stamp is. What's Odalay from what movie it's is that? From, it's from Pineapple Express. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so lot, lots of spoilers in this one. Yes. <laughs> Odalay. <laughs> uh, does he or is he like <laughs> Odalay? <laughs> that might be it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably what he says, but I just always hear that. The Back to Parasite people. <laughs> Yay! Uh, so yeah, so just like very quickly, maybe just a couple of sentences how you feel. We're going to go into like a deep dive later, but just off the bat. Do you like it? I like me some good social commentary, and that movie gets 
it's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It gets mm-hmm. real weird mm-hmm. in ways I didn't expect. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I knew the premise, but that was basically it. And I was shocked mm-hmm. with how it ended. It was very good. I thought all the performances were really well done. It seemed so realistic in a way, but also like almost like fantasy yeah. driven at the same time. It was really interesting how they were able to accomplish that. But yeah, I would recommend. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Alex? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it was humorous, shocking, mm-hmm. scary, check, check, check. unpredictable. Yeah. And it left you, like, feeling a little weird after. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. It was maybe one of my favorites of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen a lot of tweets about that. So, on to our plagiarizing Wikipedia section. <laughs> Donate. Yeah. All right. So, Parasite, the Korean... <laughs> you may notice these ads. <laughs> uh, Korean, it is Gisang Jung. It is a 2019 South Korean dark comedy thriller film directed by Jong Jun, no, Bong Jun Ho. <laughs> he also wrote the film's story and co-wrote the screenplay with Han Ji Won. Jin Won. We just recorded a, a Hotel de Luna episode, so all of my names are oh. like getting twisted. Uh, so yeah, Han Jin Won. Um um um. The film stars Song Kang-ho, Lee Soon-kyun, Jo Yo-jong, Choi Woo-hik, and Park So-dan, and follows a young man from a poor household who begins to tutor a rich family's daughter, leading to his parents and sisters and sister also infiltrating the wealthy lives. Parasite had its world premiere at the 2019 Cannes Film Festival on May 21st, 2019, Alex's birthday. Wow. We're... I don't want you to give that to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? Don't at me on my birthday. I want to make me feel super special. Okay. <laughs> well, you shall get nothing then on your birthday. Do you want to say your birthday, Andrew, so people can find you and wish you happy birthday? Yeah. Maybe maybe you could give them your Venmo account and they'll Venmo you a dollar on your birthday. Wow. Yeah. November 11th, I got PayPal, Venmo. 11 okay. 11, y'all. It already it's special. <gasps> But Andrew, I mean, I don't know if you want me to give away your age, but Andrew will be turning 30 next November. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we're still doing this podcast, you could give him $3. Yeah. Everybody give him $3. I'm not $3. above the charity. A dollar <laughs> per decade. That's the, yeah. that's the thing. I'm not too good for it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it premiered uh, May 2019. It won the Palme d'Or. Do you guys know how to pronounce that? Palme d'or. D'or. The palm d'or. You gotta like. D'or. You gotta almost say the apostrophe. Palme d'or. Palme d'or. Okay. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. It <laughs> is the grand prize at the Cannes Film Festival. Is that how you say it? Cannes? Con? Mm-hmm. Con? I don't know. I just it thought, is either yeah. can or con. I've always not heard. Cans. It, not cans. Not well, cans. I've always thought like can or something like not, that. Not definitely not. Canis. Canis. Definitely it not. Canes. I'm pretty sure it's Kong. Yeah. You get some pretty good chicken. Oh, but I oh say my God. It's all about the sauce. <laughs> oh my God. That's all anyone cares about. <laughs> I think your pronunciation is close enough. Yes. I mean, I'm doing my best. And that's all you can really ask for in a person, right? Moving on. <laughs> um, it was the first Korean film to receive the award 
and the first film to do so with a unanimous vote since 2013's Blue is the Warmest Color. It was selected as a South Korean entry for Best International Feature at the 92nd Academy Awards. So, wow. It has received widespread critical acclaim and earned $114 million worldwide, becoming Bong's highest grossing release. Wow. So, great job, everybody. Moving on to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, is it certified fresh? It is. Boy, is it. The critics' consensus. An urgent, brilliantly layered look at timely social themes. Parasite finds writer-director Bong Joon-ho in a near total command of his craft. The tomato... That's the laugh. That's the laugh. What? Did he do that laugh? Yeah, I think so. I said that you laughed at a joke Mr. Kim made. And I said, I know the laugh that Alex did. I know. It was like a really dumb joke. And I was like, oh, Alex thought that was really funny. And she asked, and like, I, how did he laugh? I said, I know the laugh. And she's like, do it. And I was like, I can't do it. In my head, I hear it, though. But I, I figured that was the laugh. The bartender. What joke did he make? Uh, it wasn't necessarily a joke he made, but it was um, when he was confused about why Manuel said she was happy. Oh, because he couldn't pick up. That, that she, she liked yeah, and that he liked her. Yeah. Scholarkin. Scholarkin, sorry. So Andrew doesn't even know who y'all are talking about right now. <laughs> no, I've seen <laughs> I've seen the hotel show. Uh so the tomato meter. <laughs> Not the mater meter. <laughs> Not the tomato meter. <laughs> it should be called that. Uh 99% from critics, guys. Wow. Of 283 uh Who's reviews. the one asshole? Right. <laughs> Um, 93% from the audience score, uh, which was consisting of 1,599 uh, ratings. Why not 1,600? I mean, maybe it's up to 1,600 now. I admittedly put this together, like, last week. I'm just saying, or, someone could have just brought their friend with them. Just one yeah. person. <laughs> we could have. We could have written a Rotten Tomatoes review? No, we could have brought an extra friend. It would have been even 1,600. That's not saying 1,600 people saw it. It's saying 1,600 people gave a rating on tomato. Oh, well, on, on, tomatoes. <laughs> on tomato meter. Uh, on the tomato meter. Uh-huh. Yeah. You should, you should leave a rating so you can be as solid as 1,600. It's probably over 1,600 now. Uh, probably. We'll see. It's moving in real time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is dating the podcast <laughs> and this uh, outline that I wrote. Give me only the bad reviews. I didn't write any down. I couldn't really... I mean, everyone really liked it. What a great film. Right? Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Um, so, quickly moving on to... Hey, it's that guy. <laughs> uh, so, Choi Woo-sik played Ki-woo in the movie. He is the son of the poor family. He was the baseball player in Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Jung Ji So played Da Hee, who was the rich daughter. She is the teen version of the female lead character named Oh Yeonju in W Two Worlds Apart, which is the, the was, sequel. What, no, which was the drama I was getting confused oh, with. Oh, okay. Uh, 
with the movie that we saw. Yeah. Totally different. Okay, but, okay. Um the so what's the movie that we saw called? Um something about <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? The one the one the one with the firefighter. Oh, yeah. Um, is it something with the gods? Yeah, along, along with, with the, the gods. gods. Okay. And then and then it's got like a secondary meaning. Yeah, to it. so okay. So the Fuck. movie is Along with the Gods, The Two Worlds. And then it's Along with the Gods, The Last 49 Days. Um, but this drama is called W The Two Worlds. Mm-hmm. So that's why it gets confused confusing in my brain. But that drama is about a uh, comic book or like webtoon character that becomes sentient. And realizes that he is a fictional character. And, like, people are, like, going in and out of, like, the comic book world and, like, the real world through a uh, tablet. Yes. It's good. That kind of sounds like um, Wreck-It Ralph. I never saw Wreck-It Ralph. I only saw, like, 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The first one is very, very good. Oh, that's what I Second one is okay. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But I liked the first one a lot more. I wonder if it's on Disney Plus. Is that that's a Disney movie? It was right? on Netflix, so I don't see why it wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, I put it on when I, I was like twenty minutes in, and I was like, "Oh, they're video game characters." <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" Hey, it was one of those times where I was like looking at my phone, falling mm-hmm. asleep. You know how Kyle watches Hotel de Luna? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's true, yeah, it's true though. I don't know. Y'all are fucking gunning me down. <laughs> I told him today he didn't have to watch anymore. Like, I'm not going to force you to watch. (laughs) But he's just not into it. And I said, but it's because you're on your phone, so you don't know what's happening. You don't know Korean. That's what Caitlin said. There was like an episode where I didn't pay attention. And then after that, I just, I couldn't bring myself to care. I mean, it's hard, but it's also very good. It's a good one. What do you think, Alex? This is a sneak preview of our... Hotel de Luna. Yeah. I, I think it's my favorite. Okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, you could just listen just to our listen podcast. To podcast. I don't know. And then give us like a um, good rating or whatever. Off mic, there is a website called dramabeans.com. They give very detailed, very good written recaps. If you don't want to listen. Mm, that's off the record. To an hour and a half podcast. We're off the books. <clears throat> I was all messed up on <laughs> the last episode I was like wait so what happened oh. you can't have to pause it and she had to explain it. I was like I still don't understand why you need to fucking tell her the truth like, anyway we'll get to that later <laughs> <laughs> onwards Lee Jung-un who played Moon Guang which was the original housekeeper she was the mom in While You Were Sleeping and in a lot of other dramas that I have almost seen including <laughs> Oh My Ghost, Fight for My Way, Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bokju, and Miss Hammurabi. I have almost started all of those, or have watched, like, the first five minutes and been like, I can't commit to this right now, and <laughs> turned it off. Is Hammurabi the, like, eye for an eye thing? The Hammurabi's like, law or something? Code of Hammurabi? I yeah. have no idea, but mm-hmm. this, that drama is about a rookie prosecutor, or rookie judge, I think. Oh, uh, like, that makes young, sense. That does make sense. All right. Maybe I will revisit that one. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Park So Joon, who played Min Hyuk, um, who was the friend from the beginning who gave uh, Ki-wook the rock. He was in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, Fight for My Way, and Hwarang. 
and a lot of other things. He's my mom's favorite actor. He's a lot of people's favorite actor. <laughs> Specifically, though, your mom. The Pro- friend? Yeah, Proxy Jean at the beginning. Oh, uh, okay. But isn't he in something? Isn't he BTS or something like that? No, he's not in BTS. <laughs> <laughs> I just went over what he's in. Oh, sorry. That would have been the first thing she said. This is the segment where we ask, is he in BTS? About <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Well, there's a BTS connection in that he was in Huarang, and one of the members of BTS was also in that drama. So he's very good friends with one of the members of BTS. Man, yeah, I thought you said something about BTS and that guy. Uh, probably that he's really good friends <laughs> with one of the members probably. of BTS. Yeah. yeah, that's the sub-segment of, wait, it's that guy. Is, is he in BTS? How are they connected to BTS? <laughs> is it BTS, though? <laughs> so the funny thing about uh, going into that movie for me was that I, for some reason... I don't know if it's just a bad recollection or it's actually happening, but I could swear that director was going to make a movie with a bunch of Western actors. And I could swear in my head it was Chris Evans. He did. He did? Okay, okay. So I went into that movie thinking I was going to see Chris Evans because I was like, oh, she said something about Chris Evans. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that was when we were scrolling through Netflix, and I was like, oh, Snowpiercer. That's directed by the same guy that directed Parasite, but it has Chris Evans in it. Yeah, and then and then they and during the Alamo Draft House previews, they kept having Chris Evans. So I was like, oh, I guess it is this movie, but I guess not. What a shock. I know. For an all-Korean <laughs> We got to the end, and I was like, oh, where was it? <laughs> a very, like, Korean movie, too. <laughs> Um, um, Snowpiercer, though, is a very good movie. Yeah, is it? Yeah, really, oh, yeah. really good. See Snowpiercer. Yeah. Is it? And it's got Tilda Swinton. Is it in English? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's totally like Western film. There's Tilda there's just like, there's just two Korean characters in it. Yeah. We talked briefly in Korean, but, you know, majority of it is American. Okay. It's Tilda very good. Swinton. She's uh, the monk in Fatherland, the movie. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. I like and she's look. the alien in uh, The Dead Don't Die. Mm-hmm. The Dead Don't Die. <laughs> I'm thinking zombies. <laughs> Ghouls. You know, the undead. And she Ghouls. looks she looks like David Bowie. I, was say, I like her because she's very androgynous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah people, people always say that if there's ever like a true Bowie biopic, she should play him. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that. That's cool. She plays mm-hmm. a really weird character in Snowpiercer. I mean, they're always weird characters. Mm-hmm. But what it, what it, what do you say about Snowpiercer? That it's just what? Oh, that's not my theory. But you always say it now. It's oh, I don't want to say it. Say it. Snowpiercer might share a lot with another property, another film, and literature. And And it told you about it. Say it again. (laughs) There's a theory that Snowpiercer is a a sort of sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yes, 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 yes. My bad. You had said that last time. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I did. He said that at Draft House. Yeah, he said something about some being a sequel to it. I guess that's what it was. I, the whole time I was expecting Chris Evans is the point of I was saying. <laughs> I was waiting for Chris Evans. I was like, where is he? It's your favorite character. I want to see Scarlett Johansson too. Is she in it? Oh my God. 
And Are you just want Avengers again? Yeah, and no, and then they and then they have the preview of the that movie that's like the clue and knockoff. knives out. Yeah, the clue knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's just a mystery. <laughs> no, well, it's basically a clue. I mean, y'all have seen Clue. So I every, have seen every Clue. Every whodunit movie is just a clue. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. And he's in that too. So I was like, okay, they're showing previews for Chris Evans' movies. So he's going to be in this. That one. Knives Out has been, a, like, the preview for Knives Out has been in front of every movie we've seen. That's true. The last, so, like, seven movies. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm very excited to see it. I, I it looks, it looks good. Mm-hmm. You know I love a mystery. Mm-hmm. I also some love mystery. A, some foul play. I also love heists. So Is if you one? combine the two. Not to be all, like, super pretentious, but that one's Ryan Johnson too, right? Mm-hmm. So pretentious. Well, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. that's like, oh, directors. I follow everything the director does. Directors, directors, directors. Yeah. All right. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the last five minutes. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to include a little say what portion mm-hmm. because say what? because I read several articles about the film, just trying to like fully understand it before we mm-hmm. had this conversation, and there were a lot of like very Korean things and so i just wanted to see like if we had all clocked them Mm -hmm. and maybe offer some um context so the susok which is the korean viewing stone have y'all ever heard of that before okay i had seen those featured in i think two other dramas there's one drama where one of like the dad of the main character is like obsessed with them and so he has like a little office area just filled (laughs) with these stones um but they are naturally occurring shaped rocks, um, also known as gongshi, which are Chinese scholars' rocks. Uh, they're basically votive art that have that has been used for the past three thousand years, um, and began to be seen as worthy of scholars a thousand years ago. The art usually works on three scales: large installations of monumental shaped stones as ornamental gates, medium-sized stones shaped for landscape decoration with Korean gardens, and the smaller shaped stones for scholars' tables, which is the most important. The sorcerer stones. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. There's... Scholar Kim should have one, right? I mean, maybe. Maybe we'll see a maybe scholar stone in his little flashback. <laughs> but, yeah, basically, I don't know if you could tell, but they kind of, as this, I got a Wikipedia article said, they're kind of just, like, shaped almost like mountain ranges mm-hmm. or something like that. And they people, like, take really good care of them. Like, they polish them and clean them up and some people like go hiking looking for these rocks yeah and some people use them as weapons some people happens to be the right shape to bash someone in the head with (laughs) you can really get a good grip on it uh spoilers okay wait what (laughs) uh ramdon have you heard of this ramdon do you remember this from the movie yes okay so this is from an LA Times article. So those fluent in Korean would tell you that the housewife in the movie is actually directing her maid to prepare a popular Korean quick food, japakuri, a word so hard to translate for the English subtitles Parasite translator Darcy uh, Packett chose instead to invent a name not known in any language, Hmm. but that would merge the, the words ramen and udon. Bong said he came up with the steak on a pile of instant noodles as a way of showing how the wealthy housewife wanted to please her young son, but how she also regarded japakuri as food for commoners. So what she actually made was not udon, 
Because I was like, why would they call it Ramdan? Because what she didn't make was udon. Because mm-hmm. udon is like soup. Mm-hmm. So basically what that was is doing the black bean noodles and combining them with ramen. So that's why they were more saucy and not mm. soup. That sounds good. It looked mm-hmm. good. You should make that. Okay, maybe I will. We have both ramen and black bean noodles at home. And then we can we can use like beyond meat or something like that. Or we can just eat them without the steak as the commoners do. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we are commoners. Satan. <laughs> Mm, really good. Satan would be great. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Satan. Satan. <laughs> Praise Satan. <Hail> Satan. <laughs> so I think the uh, Japaguri name comes from combining the two um, brands of the, mm. the things. Uh, again, this is from the article. This is something kids like regardless of the rich or poor. Bong explained via email. But the rich wife couldn't stand her kid to eat this cheap noodle so she adds a sirloin topping. Well, that adds okay. to the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, there's also a Vulture article written by Alex Jung, who is a great follow on Twitter. Um, I won't get into the whole thing, but I'll link the article in the show notes. It's very good, and I recommend reading it if you want a little bit more insight on like the context of the movie and like how it really goes into specifically Korean culture. Do you want me to read anything? I'm dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, if you want to read this quote, the Wait, Twitter okay. quote from... All right. Okay. Is this a Twitter quote from that guy? From the actual... From Bong Joon. Oh, okay. I just found it on Twitter. Let Caitlin compose herself. <laughs> she did, and it made it worse. <laughs> so, Caitlin has a quote here from the director, Bong Joon-ho. That quote says, water flows from top to bottom. I think that's the tragic and sad element of this film. Water always flows from the rich to the poor. It never flows the other way. Word. Yeah, it's like very evident in the mm-hmm. you know, scene where water actually yes, literally, where they they literally get flooded out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, that, that used to be like how the romans did it right like the higher you were the richer you were because they would like all throw their literal shit down and it would like make its way to the poor people sure i think so and that's how they invented those uh those like bridge things aqueducts aqueducts there you go yeah they invented gravity it's crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they, they straight up like cut from a like a rich toilet to mm-hmm. the poor toilet mm-hmm. don't they there's mm-hmm. like a lot of scenes just smashing together but i did quite like the location of the poor toilet Mm-hmm. I oh, thought it was yeah. just kind of cool that, how it was on maybe steps. That's, that's like, common. Of I don't know. Those types of homes. I it don't just know. looked cool. I mean, I was never I mean, in a poor person's place in Korea, but their bathrooms seemed like like, normal. like normal bathrooms yeah. where we were staying. Just yeah, you just don't mm-hmm. have a shower curtain. That was the only difference. Mm-hmm. There's water at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is true. <laughs> Um, do you want to go into the awards? Um, let's start from the, one of the easier ones. So, favorite character. Who is your favorite character? I'll go first. Okay. My favorite character was the sister. That was mine too. Yeah. She was smart and she was confident and she, it seemed like she was the, like the designer of their plan. Orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was very crafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like how she kind of like didn't take shit from the rich people like she wasn't intimidated Mm -hmm. by them at all 
and I feel like she is definitely one of those people that is kind of a victim to their circumstances where you can tell like if she were born in just even like a slightly more well-off family like she probably middle class she probably could have done very well for herself Mm -hmm. but yeah poverty is hard to get out of. You saw her photoshop skills. Yeah (laughs) (laughs) and even like Towards the end, we'll dive into it more, but, like, when shit really goes crazy and her dad is, like, just don't even worry about it, like, Mm -hmm. I'll deal with it, she doesn't quite feel right about that. Mm -hmm. And she has, like, morals and wants to do the right thing. Yeah. Definitely. Hmm. What do y'all think? I would agree. She's a good character. Mm Mm-hmm. Her little, like, song to remember yes. her identity uh-huh. was trending on Twitter. <laughs> and she, like, broke it down. Like, the actress made a separate video. That's funny. Illinois, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, only child in Illinois, Chicago. <laughs> is that your favorite, Ezra? That's my favorite. Okay. No, the house is my favorite. <laughs> the house. That was a really good house. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was interesting. I was... I think it was in that Vulture article. Uh, he talks about how that house... I think mostly actually exists in Korea and they like um, just digitally made the huge windows but Mm. it's based on on a real house and people were surprised that like houses actually exist like that in Seoul because everything is like so squished together and he was like no they do there's like a very specific neighborhood where like super super rich people live that where houses like that exist I think we walked through one that was like that when you got your nails done. Yeah, well, that was in did. Gangnam. Or which is... <laughs> yeah. Did. Which is rich people. Yeah, but there's like even more specific neighborhoods within like the larger... It's like in San Antonio, the Dominion is like where all the Spurs players live. But like in other parts nearby, like, yeah, it's still rich, but it's not the Dominion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the other parts are... are Well, I think it's like <clears throat> as if uh, there's the Dominion and then there's a specific subdivision, like oh, the with yeah, that's that would be like this example. Makes sense. <clears throat> All right, congratulations, Jessica, <laughs> aka what was her actual Korean um, name? The Kijung. Oh, Kijung, Kijung. Yeah, congratulations. And R.I.P. Jessica Kijung. Yeah, R.I.P. Not the actress, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, favorite moment, mm-hmm. and it could be any kind of moment. Can we all sit in silence for two minutes while we remember the moments? <laughs> um, I really liked. It. I don't know if it was a moment, but I really liked kind of the montage scene of seeing how the whole family made it in to the house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because, like, um, what's his face, Kiwan. Gets in there. And then the rest of the family joins, like, pretty quickly yeah. afterwards. I just like seeing how they... How they kick everyone out. How they made their little uh, heist plan. <laughs> it's totally a heist I, thing. I love, I love heists. I love seeing people plan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you want, it's thrilling you want to me. Goes, bam, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I want a really, like, bass-heavy <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> I like any time uh, they were... Um, Dusting the housekeeper's <laughs> neck with peach fuzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, I read again when I was doing the research for this. I read, um, I think he did uh, a Reddit AMA um, 
Bong Joon-ho, that's his name. Yeah. Um, and someone asked him like why he what inspired him to include the peach specifically. And they asked, like, are you allergic to peaches? Like, how did you come up with that? And he said that in college, he had a friend who talked about being, like, really allergic to peaches. And all of his friends thought that that person was just being dramatic. And so they threw a peach at him, and he got really sick. (laughs) And, like, I think he had to go to the hospital, or he got, like, really red. And they all felt really bad. That's like that scene pretending. Yeah, and he said, like, in the... In the Reddit post, like, I didn't throw the peach, I swear. It wasn't me. <laughs> but I guess that was to, like, kind of pay homage to mm-hmm. that friend. Well, these people didn't feel bad after. No, um, they didn't. And I was like, allergies are serious, guys. Yeah. I mean, she could have died the first time. Yeah. Um, and then they go on to say that she has TB. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And then, and then when they're in the fight later on, she goes and runs and grabs the peaches, <laughs> uh-huh. and she's like rubbing them on her. I love the hot sauce in the trash can. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe one of my favorite scenes is that whole like fight scene moment mm-hmm. because it's so dramatic and intense, and you don't know what's going to happen. And it's like really chaotic, and they have the video, mm-hmm. and they're like ready to hit send, and everyone's trying to get to the oh, phone, God. and it's just like oh. Will they send it or will they yeah, not? Like, what's going to happen here? It's so chaotic. It's so stressful. That was definitely a part where I had, like, my hands over my mouth. Like, mm-hmm. I was waiting. Like, someone's going to fucking die right now. Like, yeah. something's going to happen. I was surprised no one died. In that moment, in that moment. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite moment was at the end. From, like, when the party. When they just, uh-huh. like, killed everybody. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, get them. You were on the side of get the rich guy or get the crazy guy? I'm team or- poor people's side. I mean, I'm poor, so <laughs> I get it. Sometimes I want to throw a knife through someone's heart. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was really heartbreaking, the, like, how the smell thing just, like, really brought him over the edge. Yeah, that was sad. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for the most part, if we're, like, trying to be fair, the... Rich people, they weren't that bad to the family. Like, yeah, they if anything, they were nice. Like they weren't mean. They were just very privileged and didn't really understand. Right. Like, but if we're playing like devil's advocate, like it's mm-hmm. not their fault that they don't understand. Yeah, and like they were never outright like mean. You stink. Like, yeah, you're and gross. He wouldn't have even known that they thought that if he wasn't hiding under their mm-hmm. coffee table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did a good job of doing that, of, like, uh, making sure, like, it's realistic that just because you're rich doesn't mean you're naturally a bad person or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, like, it's like what, what her line said, like, they're not nice because, or they're not rich because they're nice. Mm-hmm. They're nice, nice because, because they're rich. And yeah. It's like, yeah. They like, don't have any worries to yeah, weigh them down. Yeah. That's true. What a good movie. um also another very good scene is um when she's trying to make the food right before they get there and it's like is Uh she gonna finish it are they gonna finish cleaning Mm -hmm. and the old housekeeper is running back up the stairs and she just fucking kicks her as hard as possible and Mm -hmm. down the fucking stairs she goes like fuck (laughs) and then hits her head so stressful yeah oh my god just that that fucking kick uh-huh. It reminded me of the Spurs played basketball last week and they played against the Lakers and Derek White 
got hit midair and he slammed on the ground and it was loud. Like, yeah. you could hear it over the broadcast. You, you could, and when they do it in slow motion, you see him just hit his head. Yeah. Because it was one of those where he was, like, like Alex said, like, either going up for a layup or a dunk. So, like, his whole body was in the air mm-hmm. and then it went from being, like, whatever, straight up and down to, like, 90 degrees. Like, he yeah. just landed on Like, someone toppled him on his top half and he just ended up flat. Yeah. And you could mm. hear it. So and, scary. Yeah, I thought of that when she hit her head. Because it was like the same sound. Yeah. I was like, Ay. but Derek's fine because he's got that fuzz. <laughs> also, he's landing on a basketball court and yeah, not a uh, stone stair. Yeah. Yeah. Cement stairs. <laughs> have you seen Derek White's hair? He's I don't... got like a bullet. That's what they call it. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea who that is. So it's... there's almost going to have been the sixth man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have definitely been the sixth man. <laughs> I, I forgot about that movie until like a year ago. I, and I was like, oh, that movie's awesome. I think about that movie like. I don't know. Once every two years. I don't know I don't what know. they're talking about. I only about. saw it once. I want Listeners, to rewatch it. we don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to cut this point out. <laughs> oh, it's a heart attack. I thought he, was, I thought he like, dunked too hard and fell. No, no, he, he did like... dunk. Maybe he had a heart attack on the dunk. What, what are you talking about? There's a movie called The Sixth Man. Brothers where... Kenny and Antoine Tyler have always wanted to be basketball heroes. Da-da-da-da-da. But tragedy strikes during a game when Kenny, a superstar of the family, sustains a fatal heart attack while playing. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a movie? Yeah, and then he's a ghost throughout the whole movie. And when he's was like this movie made? Helping, like in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's helping his brother like become like mm. an NBA he's player. He's the sixth basically. man. Yeah. And does he, does he like possess him like Hotel de Luna style? Or is he just like just a like, little coach? He's like an angel coach. <laughs> I think he, he... Like angels in the outfield. Yes, it's angels in the outfield <laughs> for basketball. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, and I think he like catches the ball sometimes and puts it in the hoop for him like... I like goaltending. That's not regulate. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, and I, interesting. Maybe he might possess some people. Like maybe I don't. Remember. I could see some shenanigans. I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think it was a good movie, but no, I, I'd watch I, it. I, I want to rewatch it. Is Angels in the Outfield a good movie? I've seen it. I haven't seen it since I was a child. Just Jason Gordon Levitt. Uh-huh. Have you seen Angels no, in the Outfield? I don't oh my god! Is, okay. Angels. <laughs> and then that goes into are you an angel are you an angel <laughs> <laughs> I carved this for you from a fucking tree <laughs> and then there was like angels in the end zone or something I don't like know that. what y'all are talking about all that shit aside angels in the outfield is like a good classic 90s kids good okay. sports movie. movie okay it's it's not like it's uh, it's got um. It's a nostalgia thing. It's Christopher Lloyd. In yes, it? he yeah. is. Yeah, and, and he's one of the Levin. angels. Mm-hmm. Just Gordon Levitt is not an angel, and but Tony he Danza. sees that Tony Danza is in it. He's yeah. he's the baseball player. He's the like actual oh. baseball player. Oh, I like the line "God, if there is a God." <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the rest is, but I'm pretty sure the yeah. preview for that was on a VHS that I owned. So I always saw the preview. Yeah. So just God, if there is a God, like stuck in yeah, my I, head. Yeah, I've probably seen the preview more than I've seen the movie because <laughs> the same reason. I think it was on a VHS. Yeah, Caitlin, every single time she does like a little joke prayer, she's like, God, if there is a God, please turn me into a bird so I can fly. Well, I, I combine angels in the outfield with the prayer from Forrest Gump. <laughs> so, anyway. Congratulations to Did you give your favorite scene? Angels in the outfield. Yeah, I said the whole planning scene. Oh, did you give your favorite scene? Uh, I talked about the peach stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Did you give your favorite? Oh, yeah. I gave mine. I gave two. Yeah. 
Mine was the stabbing of the heart. Yeah. That one, that one won, right? Uh, everyone. Everyone's a, everyone's a winner in this <laughs> movie. Or the flooding. The, the flooding. Oh, the flooding, yeah. <sighs> that, that was sad. Yeah, that made me feel sad. I was like, wow, this movie turned like its tone in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. Just uh, sitting on the toilet while it's spewing shit on your yeah. you know, on her phone. That That is uh, one of my answers coming up. All right, next award. Okay. <laughs> Most heartbreaking moment. And this is getting into what I was saying. I thought Jessica slash Kijung sitting on the toilet smoking while literal shit is flying everywhere was pretty heartbreaking. It was just like, like this is my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she just came from the highest highs. Uh huh. Just... Yeah, she came from, like, laying in this amazing sofa, eating dog treats on accident. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and, like, being in the most luxurious bubble bath, Mm -hmm. watching TV. And just, like, rock bottom. Uh Uh-huh. Also, the ending. Mm -hmm. um, Like, where you, for a split second, think, like, oh, man, like, the sun made it. And then they cut back to him writing the letter mm-hmm. in their tiny ass house and just realize, realizing like the son's never going to yeah he's never he's gonna never gonna to make it point. and like uh, what's gonna I happen to dad i took it as they cut to the future but it is the actual future but then cut back to him rewriting it like don't worry audience it will happen i i did wonder about that if it was mm-hmm. but well, I, could, I guess it makes the, sense that the way the director too. said in that vulture article that it's sad because you know he's never going oh, to make okay. it. Okay, <laughs> well, that answers that question. Uh, you're living with the optimism. Yeah, you're living with uh, the optimism optimism of capitalism, mm-hmm. and we all know I'm, that don't work. I'm always optimistic, so maybe that's why I was like, oh, he did it. No, yeah, he, he totally did it. Yeah, I, when he uh, was, like, going there with his mom, I was like, wow. I wonder how he did it, mm-hmm. because why wouldn't he have done that from the beginning if he mm-hmm. was able to yeah. earn money like that? And then you cut back and you're like, no, he didn't actually do it. He's just and he's just trying to be positive. And it's also like at that point, like, he was on trial for, mm-hmm. I forgot what all of the stuff was that they charged him with or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's hard to move up from there. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. how are you going to get a job? Unless you do, like, a startup. Yeah. Or just move out of Seoul. Or, I mean, Seoul's a big city. People don't really pay attention to you all the time. You can blend in and out pretty quick. That's true. I mean, I don't know. Just don't put it on your resume. <laughs> Background <laughs> checks. Just lie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did it. You can lie on a resume? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, here's a quote from the director. Hope is the emotional parasite in the film. The thing that keeps us going, but sucks our marrow dry. Wow, Bong Joon-ho. Wow, I know. That's deep. Mm-hmm. Almost as deep as how that knife went into the face of Wow. Ouch. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys have another heartbreaking moment? When she dies. The sister. Because mm-hmm. she, like, they're trying to stop her from bleeding out, and she's even like, stop. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> Yeah, where um, uh, what the dad is like faced with keeping up the ruse and like, because like like that's not his daughter to them, right? Exactly, and like drive this also maybe dying child mm-hmm. to the hospital or save him or try to save his daughter or at least like be there with his daughter in her 
last moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he wasn't because he then stabbed and left. Mm-hmm. And then I was just a mom. That poor mom. I think yeah. the housekeeper telling her husband, like, I can't see you. Oh, yeah. After she'd fallen. Uh, she's like, I have a concussion. More than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, just a little bit more, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was rough. Things just turned really quickly. Mm-hmm. I know. From it being, like, shady with all of their, like, bad doings and getting everyone fired. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of comical. And then them having a good time. Mm-hmm. It just, like... It happens so oh, fast, yeah. <sighs> Stressful. Yeah. It's like that party happens the next day, too. Yeah. Like, everything just... It's it's so quick. Yeah, and I and I obviously I think this is what they were trying to do, but like the contrast between like that the stuff they had the night before, like mm-hmm. having to deal with like mm-hmm. everything, and then oh next day they're like oh look the rain made the trees and grass and mm-hmm. flowers green. bloom yeah. and green and they're all happy and like meanwhile their house is a shithole mm-hmm. yeah and like literally a dead person in the basement that they don't know about mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skeletons in their basement. I know it's a closet. Yeah. And dad smells. Oh, yeah. And everyone's making faces. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sad. And then he's like, You were my boyfriend. <laughs> and then he's like, Stay out of my business. Uh huh. Had he just been like, Yes, I do. I don't bet cross he the line. Died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do I have any other? Nope, okay. <laughs> uh, last award goes to the most shocking moment slash biggest twist. Um, gotta be when the guy strangles the son first, and he's about to make it out, and then he hits him. Mm. And then he just grabs the knife and fucking attends this party. And he's just, like, standing in the back looking crazy. Mm-hmm. And no one even notices him. Yeah. No one's paying attention. Uh-huh. And then he just walks up to that poor sister and stabs her. I was, my, I guess the biggest shock to me, which was, I guess, the catalyst for the movie turning, was realizing that there was a person living <laughs> in the crawl space or whatever, like, the bomb shelter. Uh-huh. That, that was, was maybe, like, like, the strangest moment yeah, for I was me. Like, like the what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and for me, it was realizing that, he controls the lights. The lights, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's funny. Oh, yeah, how he, like, turns the lights on as the uh-huh. dad gets home. They say that Cinter's been acting funny. Uh-huh. But also is, uh, like, tapping out Morse code, right? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To the boy. I felt so bad because we realized, like, the little boy saw... That man when he was a few years ago, and that's and why that was such so, a terrifying that's moment. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my so God. I would be, I would be scarred too. Mm-hmm. And then on his birthday, he sees that person stab people, and then his dad gets, and stabbed then his dad dies by yeah. the driver. That poor child. <laughs> yeah, that kid is fucked. Yeah, all right, man. They didn't, they didn't ever show us what he typed in Morse code. Like, and they got to help me, but then that was it. You know how the kid mm-hmm. was staying out or whatever? And I was I, I was wanting them to talk about it. Maybe it was just help me over and over again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I did not like how his forehead was all bloody because he was, like, yeah, he was, mm-hmm. oof. It was bad. Yeah. 
What was your shocking moment? There was a moment that I was literally like, oh, did not expect that. Oh. But what was that moment? I don't remember. <laughs> you didn't leave an impression? No. No, I guess not. Or maybe just the whole moment what happened when everything turned bad. So maybe it just, it was, just kept compounding mm-hmm, and eventually mm-hmm. I just forgot it. Yeah. I was... I was... Okay. I was surprised that the house, that the old housekeeper came back into it. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I thought something was going to happen with the dogs. Because, like, the mom was, like, so obsessed with the dogs. Uh-huh. And, like, the family seemed to not give a shit about the dogs. And I was thinking, like, oh, so Yeah, like, when she pushed some, the dog. Yeah, like, one of the dogs is going to die. And that is going to be, like, the whole thing that brings the family down. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, like, we're not even... Like, this dog is worth more to this family than, like, a mm-hmm. human mm-hmm. life or whatever. Didn't go that way at all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, we don't even see the dogs after that night. Like, once they mm-hmm. start fighting, the dog's like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I was upset at uh, the main guys uh, getting, like, intimate with the young girl. Because I'm like, well, she's young. But yeah. two, like, that's your friend's bro. <laughs> No, yeah, no, it was, she's not owned by him. Yeah, it was so. just really quick too when it happened. Yeah. yeah, like he didn't, he didn't try to hold back at all. He was mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, you want you want to kiss me? Okay, yeah, sure." No, she she's all messed up too if you think about it because, I mean, she saw him basically lifeless there, and she like carried him out, and then mm-hmm. he ends up being who she didn't think he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's messy for everyone. It is. Yeah, no one's no one's happy. <laughs> Everyone's life is ruined. Yeah. In some way. Okay. Final question. Who is the parasite? I thought you said it was hope. Well, he said hope is is a parasite, but mm. in the because it's kind of like the pride and prejudice, like who's proud and who's prejudiced. There's just been a lot of conversation on Twitter talking about who's the parasite. Is it the poor people sucking the, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. resources out Mm -hmm. of the rich people? Or is it the rich people actually sucking the life out of poor people people maintaining their wealth? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait, does it turn out that we were the parasites the whole time? Because we (laughs) we gave them money? The parasite is you. (laughs) Maybe. The consumer. Uh Everyone's a parasite, maybe. Maybe that's what it means. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True. Just something to think about. Maybe there's no no answer. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Fleas and and ticks are probably... All parasites in some way. Yeah. All cannibals in some way. Mm -hmm. I'm a parasite on Caitlin's, like... Cleaning abilities. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how you're a parasite to me. I'm probably the only one that's. No, I oh, you take advantage of Alex. Look at this thing on my car. <laughs> Alex, look at this thing on the computer. Far and few between, though. Alex. Alex. I use you for your musical brain. Oh, that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say, write my baseline for me. <laughs> <laughs> and when um, when the stupid printer won't work. Mm-hmm. Other shit like that. And I'm like, did you self-clean? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we probably all 
parasite also in well, deeper that ways. It's like a symbiotic relationship. That's right. Not necessarily a mm-hmm. parasitic relationship. It could be two parasites well, that are symbiotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, parasites can be symbiotic, Katie. Mm. It's like tapeworm. <laughs> you get skinny. Okay. Right? <laughs> well, they flourish. They're happy and full. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's like that episode of Futurama. Which one? The one where Fry's got Oh, yes. Um, Alright. Do we have any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I'd like to watch it like five more times. Yeah, I would like to see it again. Mm-hmm. I'd like them to do an American remake with uh, Chris Evans. With Chris Evans and Charlize Theron. And <laughs> I, well, I, told, um, I told Jill that in our Hotel de Luna recap that we're going to discuss a Western okay. cast version of okay. Hotel de Luna. So be thinking about that. Okay. You have to watch it for <laughs> He knows who the characters I are. Every episode. I'm just kidding. He knows. It, was just, guys. it was just there for Damn. me. The someone someone had to say it. He knows who the character are. The characters are. For that one? He knows no, he knows like the basis of it. Uh-huh. I'm just But I'm not just the Josh specifics. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just just joshing with you. You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'd like to watch it like a handful more times and like. Well, we gotta see that other one. What was it called? Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. And, and, and then we'll, we'll do. A, I really want to see Okja. We'll do a Korean casting of Snowpiercer. Okay. <laughs> then I can do that, and then we'll just pick from all the dramas we've seen. Uh huh. But I don't know how to say their names because I'm not very fluent. We just have to go on Asian Wiki. Agent Wiki is a great resource. You just um you just say their character names though, like mm-hmm. Scarlet Kim. Um, yeah, Scarlet Kim will play this guy. I can say Gu Chen Song. Andrew and I notice when we watch Hotel Delita when he's paying attention that we never hear. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that we can never hear them say Manuel's name. Like they I say, always, I always hear Gu Chen Song. It's because they they say it like. It's because I don't English versions they say Manrado Manrado I think that or they're saying like boss or they and they just um, like they'll say like Son Seng Nim or whatever Mm -hmm. I think that that actually means teacher but I think the subtitles just say like Manuel and so every time I see that like I never I never hear the name versus like Gu Chen Song like I always hear it clearly yeah like I don't know if you've noticed but like on some subtitles that we've seen there'll be like (laughs) Hyung, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And instead of putting Hyung, they'll put, like, the character's name. Yeah. Or, like, they didn't call him by his name. They called him Hyung, mm-hmm. which means, like, big brother or whatever. Yeah. So they, they started adding it, though. Manuel? No, Hyung. Oh, Hyung, yeah. It really depends on who's making the subtitles. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of, like, a pet peeve of mine when I notice it. Like, mm-hmm. don't yeah, like, put I her... I want literal translation. Well, yeah, because, like, they don't, they're not saying her name. Like, they're saying her title, mm-hmm. which is more proper. Like, because you, like, you don't really say a person's name unless you're, like, super close with them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's just a little thing that could be with me. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're not catering it to, like, people that are trying to learn. They're just catering it to people who are just there for the story. Just yeah. there for the entertainment. Entertainment. True, true, true. Entertainment. I watch too much Drag Race. <laughs> entertainment. Are you not entertained? <laughs> uh, 
Who would play, who would play him, though? Huh? Who would play him, though? <laughs> How are they going to make it funny? How are they going to make it funny? How do they make Parasite funny? What were we asking? I don't know, just final thoughts. Oh. Um, See it again. Mm-hmm. See it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's more for me to read from this article. I feel like it was, I don't know, it left you feeling a little disheartened. Sad. Oh, yeah. Here's another article, or here's another quote from that Walter article about the moment where I said the kid's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. He says, It's quite cruel and sad, but I thought it was being real and honest with the audience. You know, and I know, we all know this kid isn't going to be able to buy that house. I just felt that frankness was right for the film, even though it's sad. Yeah, it, it did not have a, a positive message about uh-huh. class differences mm-hmm. when it was over. Mm-mm. He said, oh, this is, <laughs> this is hard. He says, it's not, tell- it's not about telling you how to change the world or how you should act because something is bad, but rather showing you the terrible explosive weight of reality. That's what I believe is the beauty of cinema. The terrible explosive weight of reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what, I, what I really liked about it is it like just didn't follow like a traditional structure. Mm-hmm. It like, I, I don't know how you write the screenplays or anything or if there's like a traditional structure that you do but like in essays like just regular essays that everyone writes it's like your three paragraph essay mm-hmm. you have your intro your three paragraphs which is your mm-hmm. body and your conclusion the last mm-hmm. one where you say well gotta go <laughs> basically and that <laughs> nice was how, to meet you that was my summer and <laughs> that I don't know almost felt like Maybe there's some structure that we kind of all count on when we see a movie, mm-hmm. and that felt like it just didn't follow follow that. I couldn't identify the structure, but yeah, it almost seems like it escalated in steps as the movie went on versus like slow beginning, mm-hmm. big middle conclusion. Yeah, moment. and not every movie, but a lot of movies, most movies have that moment of like the climax issue and then like everything's resolved and uh-huh. there's like hope where you see the characters like doing okay or you see mm-hmm. you know whatever or like you are resigned to the fact that there is like everyone's going to be sad but at least they know yeah like they're fucked or whatever yeah there's like some sort of a closure mm-hmm. versus this where it's kind of just like ah, that's that's your life that's mm-hmm. it because <laughs> that is the harsh reality yeah. of the world. It felt like it was just a series of events that carried a good message. Not a good message, but a message. Yeah. A real message. Yeah. Instead of just storytelling or whatever. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was so structurally unique. Maybe a little bit, but I just didn't think it was going... I thought it was going to be about a rich family duping... Uh, poor parent... Poor, poor family or duping a rich family but then it was about a man living under a house mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and that was weird <laughs> that's why it was unexpected i mean yeah. he, he was definitely a parasite yeah yeah he it was about him he was he was definitely that's right that was about him mm-hmm. he's a parasite it's uh like that movie smart house i thought <laughs> he's a smart house i thought that was, that's on disney plus <laughs> smart guy and and smart house. Oh really? Yeah, yes. They're both on Disney Plus. Um, hey uh, Disney. I thought the old housekeeper was gonna come back and fucking like murder them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that scene, that that's when I thought things were really gonna turn because life was too good for them in that moment. And then like she comes knocking on the door and everything's mm-hmm. fucking weird. 
But then she ended up dying. And I, yeah, I thought she was gonna like work her way in, and then when she was down in the basement, I thought she was gonna kill the mom. But no, mm-hmm. this is my husband. Yeah. What would have happened if they would have ignored her and her husband would have just died in the? I mean, bomb I think. <laughs> I think it would have escalated her trying to get in because she knew that she was there. Yeah. She didn't know the whole family was there, but she knew that the new housekeeper was there. Maybe the extended cut has that, where she's just, like, sneaking around trying to get in. Uh, cutting the surveillance mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a King of the Hill when that lady just wants to die. In oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God. It'll only take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, again, great film. It's a lot to deal with. So keep that in mind when you go you, watch it. You've hopefully already seen it, though. Yeah, if you're listening to it, I yeah. Then what's I, your problem? Yeah, you should have already watched it. On the title, you should just put Alex said spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> Alex said colon quotations spoiler uh-huh. alert. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. All right. So, yeah, we already set it up in class, but follow us on the places. Subscribe on the places. uh, Review us on the places. You can write Alex some fanfic where the sun does make it. Yeah, (laughs) does get that. Because now the movie has got a completely different tone for me. Really? No wonder you guys were so quiet in the car for a good while. I was like, guys, he made it. It's guys. It's okay. You're all sad. Why? <laughs> Why? Basically, he's gonna make it later. Yeah, but now, now knowing he doesn't even like me, that was a bad movie. No, he's he not, didn't make it. He's not gonna make it. His dad's gonna have a hard time trying to get in and out of that house, mm-hmm. living as a fugitive. Eventually, die. The mom will eventually die. The son probably has like fucking fucked up brain things from uh-huh. having his head bashed in. Mm-hmm. I said Joker disease. He does have the Joker disease, for those of you that have seen it. I haven't. Spoiler. (laughs) Alex said spoiler. It's ruined now. Sorry. This just ain't your Hollywood happy ending. No. No. Neither is the Joker, though. Neither is Joker. And the Joker is also, like, about, like, class, sort of, in a way. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we're recognizing... I mean, we're not giving anything away, though. Yeah, that's not... We're just saying, like... In terms of the theme, <sighs> it delves into similar aspects. It's almost like uh, we're waking up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. I All guess right. you gotta see Joker. I you mean, really do. I guess. It's great. Joker's good. It's really fucking good. And it's another one that'll leave you quiet afterward. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Unless you're one of the weirdos who identifies with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, follow us on social media and vote in our Hotel de Luna poll. Happening uh, now. Yeah, happening right now. So go to our profiles and our website to participate. Again, your vote matters. Vote in this um, award. Prestigious award. In this award and in your local elections. why are you laughing it's important it is important Uh, 
If more people voted, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. We wouldn't right now. have to make these movies about class. Yeah. If people the poor would. people voted. If the poor people just have some class. <laughs> oh my god. That's what it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So vote. Vote for Hotel Delano Awards and vote in your local elections. And also make sure you're subscribed to everything because we will most likely be having end of the year awards and we would like as much um listener participation as possible how do you get to the voting for the hotel today? i haven't set it up yet because this is coming up in like two weeks okay <laughs> it's okay all right so until next time bye goodbye bye goodbye alex say, say goodbye bye okay, <laughs>